1: To success podcast, first off, let me thank all of you because once this episode with well, any episode, you guys typically download 30,000 downloads in the first 30 days of every episode. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Thank you very much. I know I just checked the rank, which I never really checked the ranks, but here recently during the quarantine, I've been like addicted to checking the ranks, and we're like number 20 right now. So, y'all keep that crap up. Appreciate you. And I have someone that I'm interviewing today. Yeah, I've been hearing Deanna, but you're hearing me now. This is Mr. Profit First himself. He's got other books, and we'll probably bring them joints up. But I can tell you for sure, Profit First took me from seven figures to eight figures alone. I kid you not. I'm not joking. So this is my man, my man, Mike. I hope I don't mess it up. I'm going to mess it up. (laughs) Say my cow. My cow. Lewis. My cow
2: Lewis. You got it. There
1: (laughs) it is. My cow Lewis. And, brother, let me tell you, I am a freaking – you are – I'm actually starstruck right now. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm just – I kid you not, man. I'm starstruck. I am – I am – exceedingly blessed. Life is good. My family is taken care of down to at least three generations. I've got no reason to be starstruck. But your freaking book I found by accident, Mm. okay? I found Profit First because of Audible. I wasn't looking for your book. I only read books to get to the next level. Two years ago, I was having a problem of – Profit, I was doing he, – here was my he was my problem. My problem was I was making a lot of money, and I was spending a lot of money, and I know better than that, okay? I know better than that. And then it dawns on me, well, let me go find a freaking book that's going to solve my problem. And immediately, I don't know how, the universe, I would say, got me to your book, and I only have my notes from your book pulled up that's all i have i don't need nothing else i know everything about you as far as i need to know and i'm excited and we're gonna let you talk about whatever you want to talk about but we damn sure are talking about profit first oh yeah and ladies and gentlemen go out there and go get this freaking book because he was the first person to make sense to me that just because you grow doesn't make you profitable Ugh. God, what a great what a great revelation that is. Anywho, i probably talk as much as I'm going to talk in this podcast because I am going to let you talk for the rest of the 99%. Mike, <laughs> come on, man. I Tell us who you are, and I will sell the crap out of you in private <laughs>
2: first. <laughs> Antonio, you're the best, brother. So, uh, Well, thank you for having me on your show, yes, sir. and congratulations on your success. That, that's so no easy ma'am. feat have that many downloads. No. Um, so it's a privilege for me. So uh, for the, anyone who does not know me, which I presume is most people, uh, my name is Mike, and uh, I write books for small business owners. Uh, for the last 12 years, I've been an uh, author. But for the entirety, I've been a, a small business owner. So I, I've owned companies ever since I uh, finished school. And um, I found that there... I call it entrepreneurial poverty. There's this challenge. Antonio, I don't know if, if you had this... But the day you start your business, all of the friends you have that never ran a business before think you're a millionaire. Like the second you start, Oh my God, all you do is uh, you sit back on the beach drinking, you know, mai ties or something and you're making money left. (laughs) Right. And the reality of entrepreneurship for most of us is a ridiculous struggle. It's, it's freaking hard and we don't make money and we work our ass off. So, I've devoted my life, because that was my journey too, the struggle with entrepreneurship. I've devoted my life to simplify the entrepreneurial journey so that we can be successful. In fact, I would argue we have to be successful. The world economy depends on you and me and every business owner listening to to make money so that we can provide jobs and that we can support the economy. So that's what I am. I'm an author that helps business owners in their entrepreneurial journey.
1: Well, let me let me let, let me let me brag for you because you can't brag; it would sound like crap coming from you. So I'll do it for you <laughs> myself. This guy's freaking amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let me tell you the one of the things. I'm just gonna pull up my notes. Let me, in fact, I want y'all to hear me typing real quick. I'm going to type in my notes prospect first because I have notes. I haven't updated them since March 2019, but I got these doggone notes. I don't need to update them to see them. This man says immediately set up three bank accounts with your current bank. We call this Bank One. I'm literally – I sound like I'm reading because I got these joints in my notes. Bank One income, checking. Two, owner's pay, checking. Three, owner's expenses, checking. And then the second step, set up two new other accounts. A different bank at a different bank, so he makes sure yes, he go to a di- He <laughs> go to a freaking different bank, right? I got that highlighted and italicized. So a different bank. We'll call this bank two. The purpose of these accounts is to remove the temptation of borrowing. Makes sense, right? And then number one, savings, and then number two, taxes, and that right there is what really set. Everyone well, me apart from everyone else, and then the one doesn't even matter because I'm too excited right now. This guy single handedly broke down why companies are not profitable. Right. You are freaking amazing, dude. And I want you and I'm no, seriously, man. Like seriously, and, and you deserve it. And I know you got other books, and to be honest with you, I haven't read nam one of your other books. But Profit First. I am a god at profit first, right? Like I'm dead serious. This is freaking awesome. So, man, you are amazing. You are an entrepreneur, but you are an entrepreneur's guide. It's what I will call you. You help entrepreneurs stop being broke. That's what I would say, and I feel Thank comfortable you. saying that. I feel comfortable risking my reputation on that because if you don't want to be broke, ladies and gentlemen, follow Mike. That's what I would say. What would you – well, you can't really respond to that, but
2: well, i can. I can add everyone, one thing. Is, is, go ahead. I'll add one thing is I'm um, very happy that I wrote that book, but admittedly, yeah. it's a recipe. It takes a chef to make make the dinner. And um, <laughs> I, just, I just want to acknowledge, Antonio, what you've done and other entrepreneurs. And, you know, reading the recipe is easy. Doing it is not easy. And setting up that separate bank account, yeah. I can't tell you if people have said that's too hard and it takes too much time. But when you do it, it starts working with our natural behavior. By, by removing access to that money and you can't yeah. get to it, it starts piling up. So I'm not surprised. And, and the interesting thing, too, is the businesses that focus on profitability usually grow their revenue faster. So the fact you move from seven figures, which is amazing, to eight figures, which is absolutely remarkable, it's not surprising that you've done that while driving a lot of profit. They work in, yes, in concert with each other.
1: I've got more profit than I ever had in my life, and I am going to say you and my team are single-handedly because of that. My, my core, I got a core, I hired, fact, let me just give you an example. I currently just hired 82 people like two weeks ago in, a lit, in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. I just hired 82 people. I'm in the process of hiring 22 salespeople, and all of this, It's not going to disrupt any profit whatsoever because it's all paid for through all the profit that I already have. So I'm just expanding while everyone else is contracting. You and my core team are single-handedly responsible for that. And I just searched in my email. I'm going to read an email from you. from I'm literally on your email list from November Mm -hmm. 2019. Just a quick reminder. If you do any cultural consulting or work for any business owners, I'll be sharing details on a program that I support, and you got that link. Mike McCallowis fix fix this next dash wait list. So before you released your book, right, I was on the, the wait list. Dude, what you have done is incredible, and I would like to take five minutes, if you don't mind, and have you break down just some secrets inside of profit first, because they really need to hear it, man. This is the sure. best time ever to profit, and I, I know you're the Pied Piper of profit.
2: <laughs> sure. So so here's the basics. I, I think the first thing is we have to respect and appreciate how we normally behave as human beings. So our accountants often tell us read the income statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, and what I do. Tony, I suspect you do, and, and most of the folks listening in, is uh, I follow a simpler system. I log into my bank, and if I have money, I can spend it. And If I don't, I panic. You know, it's, it's real simple. <laughs> so, that's accurate. So, okay. so if that's how you behave, what we want to do is channel that, um, that behavior. We don't want to change ourselves. We want to capture what we do and, and drive results we want. So what we do is at your bank, you set multiple accounts. And they serve multiple functions. And you can do it, Anthony, as you did across multiple banks. But the five accounts cumulatively are as follows. One's an income account. Money flows into that. So anytime you get a sale, you deposit money into the income account. Unlike before, we'll never pay a bill from it. It just sits there. We will then carve up that money. Just like, you know, when you have a Thanksgiving dinner and you get turkey or something, I suspect you're not like, hey, uh, I'm not going to carve turkey. Everyone just grab your knife and fork and fight for it. Instead, Carve the turkey so everyone can get a piece of the meal. Well, that's what you have to do. The income account, that money in there is a cash turkey. So money comes in, we carve it up. Some of it will go to profit. We'll hide that away at a second bank. That profit is, is money for you as a business owner as a thank you for doing something that's really amazing. You started a business, and only 7% of the world population will ever do that. You're providing jobs for other people. You're, you're, you're buying from vendors. That's jobs. You're serving your your clients. You're you're hiring employees. That's jobs. Well, profit is a thank you for doing that. So that's what profit is. Then there's the owner's pay account, the third account. That account is money we slice up for to pay you a salary. If we had to hire another Antonio, what we have to pay that person? It's probably a lot of money. So this is a salary to pay you for your work. Profit money is a bonus for owning a business. So they're separate. Then we have an account for taxes, the most overlooked That biggest bill we get associated with business inevitably is our tax bill. And uh, we're recording this during the COVID crisis. We're getting what now I call the double whammy. So Taxes have been delayed. Taxes have been delayed, which sounds amazing. Like, oh, there's no tax April 15th. Well, they've been pushed back to July 15th. The June 15th taxes are still due. So we're going to get hit (laughs) June 15th and then July 15th. A month later, you're going to get hit by a second set of taxes. So those taxes are due. The best way to prepare for it, and we started our business for financial freedom, the best way to prepare for that is to put the money aside in the business and regardless of what kind of business you have. You have
3: content to push out and a story to share. Remove the complexity with issue. They make content look amazing wherever you post, exactly how you envisioned it. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or anyone that wants to make eye-catching content. With Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. An issue is used by millions of people to discover new content, so even you'll reach even more readers once you publish with Issue. Best of all, it's free to get started with issues. Go to issue.info slash b2b to sign up for your free account. That's i s s u u dot info slash b2b to sign up. And let them know you heard about it from our show. Remember, that's .info, not .com. Go to issue.info slash B2B to set up your free account
2: today. Your business can pay your taxes. The, business, the money will sit there in the tax account. And the final account is OpEx. That's the money used to pay your operation, the operating expenses. And what you become aware of is that, say, $1,000 comes in today. I used to say a $1,000 run my business. That's not true. $1,000 comes in, some of that goes to profit, some goes to pay me as the owner, some goes to taxes. Maybe I have $300 for my business. And you start running your business appropriately under what's truly available for it. Wow.
1: Wow. Absolutely, man. This, this is the, the last thing I'll say about this, and this, this is all my, my fanboy. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to me, I'm totally fanboying right now this uh, man crushing this is amazing i'm excited let me tell you what you did for me mike i just started a multi-level marketing company like literally oh, cool. like, literally yeah yeah definitely and this is what i did because i've 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 made my my money being disruptive so my multi-level marketing company is completely free to join i know and it sounds crazy but i actually pulled it off completely free to join there's no cost there's no, no, what do you call it? Auto ship. No, none of that. Now, I'm not promoting myself. I want to show you what you did for me. And the we're going to do official hard lunch. We've done a couple of soft lunches. We got 8,000 people, customers right now, and just some really, really soft lunches. And these customers are paying monthly. So that's awesome, right? Now, I'm going to do this hard lunch at the beginning of June with the software and everything. And I've opened up. 15 accounts from this, for this one business because of Profit First.
2: I'm not wow. joking.
1: Wow. I'm not joking.
2: Some I people think you're up. crazy, though. Some people are like, 15 <laughs> accounts? Holy shit.
1: That's,
2: yes. that's great. I, I understand what you're doing. So is it all for the one business, the 15 accounts?
1: It's all for the one business, and I'm going to, for the first time ever, I'm going to name all 15 accounts right now. There's a general account. Then there's an account for the distributors. So I could pay the distributors Smart. without having Smart. a exactly. Then there's an account for the residual income. Then there's an account for the car bonus. There's an account for the mortgage bonus. Account for the marketing. There is account for three accounts for high level, let's just call it C levels, that'll make sense. That'll make sense in the short term. There's an account for a master distributor. I don't even have a master distributor yet, but I've opened it up with an account. And every time a dollar comes in, a certain amount goes to the master distributor that I don't even have yet. A master trainer, I don't even have that yet. There's account for flights and hotels. There's account for the lifestyle bonuses. There's account for salaries for the support people in my company to support the distributors. There's account for three different schools that. So the three different schools are going to cost me nine hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars a piece that I want to open up. That are pretty much free this is my way of giving back and I got three different accounts for those three different schools so essentially every time a $20 payment comes into this company a $20 payment it's gonna get split 16 different ways for every 20 dollars because of your book I love and it. and I'm never yes and I'm never gonna to have to worry about my profit company profit, CEO profit economic disruptions because I got everything divided off the principles of Profit First. What would you say to that, man?
2: Well, I, I'd say you're at the, the highest level of Profit First. And I, I, hope no <laughs> one, I hope no one hears that and says, holy shit, that's how to get started because it'll overwhelm them. I, I strongly suspect you started slow and you let it grow. And th- that's the key. So when I yeah. introduce people to Profit First, they say, I can't afford to open 15 accounts with all the fees and expenses. And my response is, Let's start off with just one account. Just set up a yeah. profit account. And so, if you've never done this before, uh, just go to your bank. You can actually, you can just email them now, and they can set up remotely because of COVID. And have them set up the account and call it savings, or call it profit. I should say, make it a savings yeah. account. Then allocate just one percent of your money. So, if a hundred bucks comes in, I'm saying take a dollar. Because if you can run your business off a hundred or a thousand, whatever the deposit is, a dollar doesn't matter. Or if it's a thousand dollars that yeah. comes in, one percent is ten bucks. It doesn't matter to the operations of the business, but what does matter is you'll start seeing that profit pile up. At first, it starts off at ten bucks, and then twenty, and then seventy, then a hundred, then a thousand. You're like, "Oh my gosh!" And that's when you start doing the higher level stuff. You know, yeah. I've been doing this for myself for twelve years now, and I've had forty, I think it's forty-three or forty-four consecutive quarters of profit distributions. My, wow. my first profit distribution was eight dollars. And I went to the bank and I'm like, hey, give it, give it to me in all singles, you know, so I can fan my face. But I went to Starbucks and I I bought eight bucks of coffee, and it was the best coffee of my life. No credit card, no debit card, no expensive business. I was able to ex- experience something that my business gifted to me. And over time now, it's become bigger and bigger. And I, I've done dream vacations. I I, I have things that I never thought I'd be able to experience. I've been able to give back in ways I never could have imagined. But yeah. It had to start slow. So yeah. I just want to encourage people to start with one account. Start slow. Let it grow over time. And then you'll get to the, the Antonio level, you know, these multiple accounts and, and 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 seven or eight figures. But it takes time to get there. But the biggest mistake is not getting started. So start immediately.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely facts Because when I was at it, here's the crazy part, dude. It sounds, in retrospect, it just sounds it sounds insane. At seven figures, dude, I was just at one account. As far as oh, we
2: really, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wow. I was just at one account when, as far as business, I mean, you know, I had the personal, but I'm talking about the business. It was just one account, man. It was yeah. just one account, and here's the problem. The problem was, if anything happened, it had to go inside the general account. I had to take out and handle that. And yeah. your book made me so I didn't start with 15, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't just jump. Oh, I read this book. Let me go to 15. That's not what I did. Right, right, right. I literally followed the instructions that the book has. And from there, I just, you know, this I guess borrowed from Grant, Grant Cardone, I 10X'd his instructions. I figured, you know, you, you when you get solid advice, you try to stretch that advice to every area of your life. How far can you stretch this advice? And the further you can stretch good, solid advice and it still works, that's how you know something is objective and it's not subjective. So fantastic, yeah. man.
2: I love it. Fantastic.
1: Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, man. So now now I'm not fanboying fanboying anymore. So now I'll give you a proper interview. I give you a proper interview <laughs> <answer> now. <laughs> all right. All give right. You a pro- okay. Proper interview. People like me and you, I, I teach my private network all the time that the rich does get richer and the poor does get poor. That's the way it is. Capitalism is set up the way it shouldn't be. It needs to change. But there's a way out of it. Of course, you all, anyone is able to get into the top 1%. That's easy. It's not a, well, the method is easy, but the discipline is hard, I would say. And I want to ask you a question. You're more than likely shielded from the economic disruption going on right now. But like me, you're probably trying to make sure that the people who love and respect you and are coming to work and dying for you every day are also, also shielded. So tell our audience what steps are you making to protect people who are not like you and who don't have as much as you.
2: So, you know, there's two communities. One is uh, my employees or colleagues here we have twelve employees in total, and then you know, we're we tiny business, and then uh, the community, which is the people who I serve. So the first thing is our employees, and uh, you know one thing that's interesting, Antonio, is we did this right at the beginning of the year. We we realized that the business goal is really not the number that I pick necessarily. Like, you know, for me, come out and say we're going to do ten million dollars of revenue this year. That's exciting for me. But for my colleagues, it's like, well, Mike, you get the new car, <laughs> like good for you. <laughs> and we did on January second. We had our annual meeting. We outlined for each one of my colleagues of, of what their vision is, and we found some fascinating stuff. It wasn't like this your grand vision. It was like this any kind of successes you want to have. And half the people here wanted to learn to speak Spanish, for example. Um, yeah. Another person wanted to buy their first house, and we're just writing all these things down and. And What I realize is that the business's objective is to satisfy everyone's goal on the path to the ultimate goal, which is defined That's by right. the business owner. Sure. So if I can help everyone here learn Spanish, if I can help someone buy a house, the business can, we're there. And, and it doesn't mean the business needs to save money. I need to save money to buy Spanish lessons or to uh, help someone buy a house. I just have to be able to remind them of the importance of their goal and provide support Maybe giving this person freedom to go house shopping uh, on a weekday and not come into the office. Maybe um, if we can fi- hire an employee who's Spanish speaking, um, we can encourage them to teach us Spanish as a group. So I, I just have to look into how we can satisfy these dreams of people. Then yeah. the, the other community is is uh, the readers of my books, and very lucky to have quite a few readers. And they are it's a community that I love. It, it's micro business. Um, I work with businesses that, you know, it's the hot dog stand in the middle of New York City. Uh, the guy's got one hot dog stand, and that's how he supports his family. Like, I love that business. I think there's so much potential and opportunity there. I love businesses where people are living into their joy and not necessarily having a billion-dollar company, but they're having yeah. the, the – the, they're filling, filling their dreams. Well, right now, you know, we as a global society have been punched in the face. Uh, as a global entrepreneurial society, and we've got a Bloody Nose – we're bruised, and, uh, and the world's saying to us the exact same breath. It's saying, all right, small business owners, you've got to save me. So we have got beaten down by the world that needs us to save it because the backbone of the economy is us. And so I found that my job in this scenario is to communicate actively with my readership, but in a new way. And the new way is very small, bite-sized, tangible, actionable piece of communication like like here's an example of that, how to communicate. I, I own a Chevy is one of my cars and, and freaking Chevy sent me this email that Antonio was like 15 paragraphs long of
0: how Chevy <laughs> is resisting the
2: COVID and how they're maintaining their shops and they're ready to do an oil change for me. And if my car breaks down they're for me, and if I'm ready for a new Chevy, they can supply it. And I'm like, they're, they're effing trying to sell to me um, when, when they don't even know what's going on in in my life. And, and, and this, this horrible virus is killing people. Like, that's horrible. Now, on the flip side, United Airlines, who I didn't necessarily like, really impressed me. I, I fly United because that's local to where I am in New Jersey. That's the hub or whatever. And uh, they emailed me a really short email, and this is the key the communication: short email. that said, uh, "We noticed you uh, know you're not traveling anymore because of COVID, and so many people aren't. We want you to understand that we've we've extended uh, the loyalty program for another year. So don't don't even worry about that. You know, two sentences." About a week later, I got another email from United and said, uh, uh, we noticed you have a flight coming up, um, but you haven't canceled it. You may want to cancel that uh, because you may not be traveling, and if you do, we will fully refund you, so don't worry about that. United is doing it right, and this is what we need yeah, to do, and what yeah. I'm trying to do with my, my users, is short, tangible, bite-sized piece of information and supportive. Like United, in two occurrences there, was taking, protecting me without me doing anything. And that's what I'm yeah. trying to do for my uh, my readers is to serve them in small bite sized pieces and not distract them and not, not try yeah. to sell to them and, and, and cloak it in COVID. I'm trying to serve them. But the one yeah. final piece I want to share is if I do have something to sell. Like so, my new book's coming out. You know, Fix this next April 28th. And yeah. so I, I'm motivated to sell it. I'm motivated to sell it because I know it's of service. I know it care for these people. And for me to sustain what I'm doing. If I don't sell at all, at a certain point, my runway runs out. So I have an obligation to sustain. And the only way to do that is by selling. So we need to still sell. We just need to sell in a way that cares for customers. We have to have a win-win. It has to be fair for our customers. It has to be fair for us too. So I'm trying to communicate these bite-sized pieces that's fair for, for my readers, but also fair for my sustainability.
1: Man, that's powerful, man. That's that, That's how we get here, Right. Yeah. Anyone thinks that, you know, you get to the top level because you're a great salesperson, but the greatest salespeople, they, they do two things. They care and they actively listen, I mean, right? So United I mean, Airlines was I mean, obviously actively listening to a collective group of its customers, and that's fantastic, man. Let's back up a little bit. I You reminded me of something because when I said I have 82 people, I actually did. Those 80, 80 of them are in India. I needed some technical support to get ready to do what I'm getting ready to do next. The 22 people I'm hiring are local to me in this Houston area, and I'm, I'm hiring those people as well on a on a sales-slash-customer-service type thing. And you reminded me of something, because you said 12. I have a core of eight. My core are eight people strong, and all eight of them own a piece of my company. They hmm. started with me when, you know, I was a crazy guy having a crazy idea. And we went through hell, right? We celebrated birthdays. We went through hell. We got broke. Lights got cut off. You know, things like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Like, all that <laughs> yes, It's the reality. Man. It's a reality, man. Like, it's a reality. And you, when you were talking about the 12 and how you cared about that, man, I, that you just reminded me of my eight. And so i applaud you for that i want I want to highlight the heart that's in the whole issue because you recognize you have two different communities, and you recognize one responsibility to both different communities. It's just you know that their responsibility looks different so all the people who are reading from you and then also to all the people who are following you or not let me say it a different way, all the people who sow income. Is based on your your leadership, right? How would you let's let's help two different type of entrepreneurs. Let's help the entrepreneur listen to us with two employees, and of course, none of these employees are paid—not the entrepreneur and not the the second person, right? You know, you just started mm-hmm. off, and what would you tell to them, and then what would you tell to the people that have twelve employees? And their lights are getting cut, cut off right now. How would yeah. you, and all your greatness, handle that? All
2: right. So there's scenario one. I'd immediately do a what's called a minimum viable product, meaning, can you tell uh, your way into the sell? Here's what I mean. If I have just me and another employee, and we got no money coming in, uh, for me to create something and then it doesn't sell is devastating because it takes money, which I don't have, and it takes time, yeah. which I can't afford. So I need to see if I can generate revenue as quickly as possible. And the concept of a MVP or minimum viable product is the raw minimum, that will convince someone to buy something. So the example is Uber did this. When Uber was invented, um, a couple of guys came out. They were, I think they were in New York. They come out onto the street trying to get a cab, and they can't because it's pouring rain. One of the guys calls his friends who has a limo and says, Hey, are you in the area? His friend says, Yes, and they pick him up. And they're like, Oh my gosh, this is potentially this is a solution. Can you call on limos? Um, which then they made a network uh, through their cell phone of their friends who drove cars. And they simply said uh, to another group of friends, If you need a ride, would you be willing to text me or us, and we will get you a ride? And so it was just you, know, you would text me, I would text the limo guy, say, Hey, can you get to such and such? I would then text you back. No no software, no nothing. But they prove the product, and people are willing to pay for that. At the end of the day, people speak the truth through their wallets, not their words. You will tell you all the bullshit in the world. Oh, wow. your product, that's, I would buy that in a heartbeat. I would spend so much money on that. And then when, when you actually have it, they don't spend a penny, and you're screwed. So what can you do minimally to have people open their wallets? And when, when people start giving you money, say, that, I'm, I'm in. I want that. Then you've proven you have something. And then you can actually build it out. Wow. Sell it before you build it. Wow. So that's scenario one. Scenario two, say I have 12 employees and uh, the shit just hit the fan. (laughs) The business has stopped. What do you do? Well, if you have 12 employees, it's likely you've you've been selling something uh, up to this point that has serviced you, but it's not servicing you anymore. So then we do a rewind. and, And the technique here, I call it one step back. And uh, there's restaurants doing it, so I'll give them as an example, but you can do it in any business. I've been working with restaurants here that have 12 waiters and waitresses, and they have a staff, and they can't sell anything right now. Well, you ask yourself, what's the final deliverable I have been offering that people were buying? For a restaurant, it's putting food on the table. We then ask, what happens one step immediately prior to that? Well, we carry food to the table. Well, carrying food to the table is now a new potential offering, which is carry out take out. There's actually a food a restaurant here that teamed up with a food truck, and the food truck is driving food into neighborhoods to sell it, to deliver it, and the re- the restaurant is now just a kitchen. They make the food. Then we ask ourselves, what happens one step prior to carrying food to the table? What's prepared in the kitchen?
4: inspire
3: tomorrow: This is journalism that helps the world we live in.
2: This is
3: Make fit news.
2: That can be a product too. Why not sell our recipes of our five or ten most popular menu items? Why not prepare a training series and sell that of how to prepare these foods, Or maybe do a cooking class over Zoom, where your historical customers now can prepare the food at their house, but your chef is back at the kitchen showing you how to make these, these meals over a one or two-hour training sell that. What happens one step prior to that? You keep on rewinding. And one step prior is you know you, you, buy, you buy the raw materials, which is the meats, the potatoes, the vegetables. And now you can you can buy those still, divide them up and sell them as like a blue apron, like a, a delivery service of food ingredients. What happens one step prior to that? And you just keep on asking one step back. And what we realized in a, a business that was successful and it stopped all of a sudden, was really an accumulation of multiple small offerings, and so we can very quickly rewind and repackage to a new offering to get sales going again. So that's the two approaches I'd use in those scenarios.
1: Those are fantastic approaches. Mike, I tell you what, man, you are you're, you're such a rock star. Let's Thanks, let's do two things that I, I think will just be excellent. Let's let you free talk, and I'm not I'm going to be quiet and move out your way. I want you to free talk about your upcoming book. You can say sure. whatever you want, however you want, for as long as you want. And you've got the floor, man. Tell us all okay.
2: about it. Well, thank you. What, what I'll do is I will... Um, I'll share a strategy of the book and then I'll, I'll tell you... Uh, I'll, create, I'll have a call to action. So here's here's the here's the first step. What I want everyone listening in to do is grab a piece of paper and... Uh, or you can do it in your head if you want. Just draw the letter A center of a piece of paper, put a circle around that. And what that stands for is where you are in your business right now in this moment. So that could be crisis or challenge or whatever you're facing. As a second step, I want you to draw an arrow out of A. So it can be an arrow up or to the right or to the left in any direction. What that arrow represents is a way out of crisis. And this means any decision you take that gets you out of crisis is simply that. It gets you out of crisis. But now I want you to draw a second arrow in a different direction, and then a third and fourth. And you can draw like four or five arrows away from A. And what those arrows represent is that you can take any action you desire in any direction you desire to get you out of crisis. It'll serve you. It'll give you immediate relief. But now as the third and final step, I want you to draw the letter B, in the bottom left corner of that piece of paper. And I suspect very few arrows, maybe none of the arrows pointed to B. That's the problem that businesses face is that we often take action to get out of crisis without considering where we need to go. What's the way out? What's the need our business truly has? That's point B. So we live in this constant trap of escaping crisis, but the next day it's the next crisis. And that's why most businesses move from challenge to challenge and never grow. So that was just the illustration I wanted you to see. Now the way out is understanding the business hierarchy of needs. And this is how it works is Every business has a common DNA. Antonio, if we took me and you and we stood next to each other, people would be able to distinguish us based upon our height, our weight, our skin color, our, uh, the voice we have, that stuff. But if you peel back the skin on humanity, any of us, me, you, anyone listening yeah. in, then we're identical. We're indistinguishable. Your heart is exactly where my heart is. Your feet are exactly where my feet are. And if if I was having a heart attack, went to the hospital, the doctor wouldn't say to me, "Hey, Mike." You, is your heart in your foot? Like, No. They know exactly go right to the chest because that's where it is for all of humanity. Well, if we peel back the skin, if you will, of business, all businesses are essentially the same. On the outside, we judge businesses, but essentially, internally, they're the same. There's a common DNA. And so where we need to operate in our business is very clear when we look at the DNA of business. And then Fix This Next, that's what we talk about. It's based upon the business hierarchy of needs. It's the point B where you need to go to. And there's five foundational needs for every business, always in this order. First, you must master sales. Sales is the creation of cash for an organization. Once that's mastered, you must master profit. Profit is the creation of stability, something, Antonio, you've done very well. Beyond that is the creation of order, which is efficiency for an organization. You must master that. After that is impact, that's the creation of transformation. It's where you are not doing transactions with your clients, but you're transforming their life. And the highest level is legacy. That's the creation of permanence. It's where you realize the business isn't about you, the business owner. It's about the business itself. It needs to have life of its own. And so through Fix This Next, you will pinpoint exactly what your business needs from you now. And when you know what the business needs, do you need to improve sales, actually, or do you need to improve profitability, or do you need to work on order? Once you know what to work on, that's your point B, and it's very easy to make decisions consistent with that. The the call to action uh, I want to do, and this is Sir. Sure. I am asking every person who's listening right now, so you, listener who's hearing my voice right now, I ask that you go on Amazon right now in this moment and buy a copy of the book. And there's two reasons I want you to do this. One is it selfishly satisfies something that I'm looking to do, but also it serves you. And more importantly to me is that it will serve you. I, I've devoted my life to writing a book that will change entrepreneurship forever. And I think Fix This Next is it. It's taken me five years to write it. It will pinpoint what to do, and you'll finally have a clear path on getting your business to where you want it to be. So I know it will be of service to you. Actually, that's my promise it will be. And it's the most affordable way I can do it. It will be about $25, uh, but it is everything I know about the essence of what makes business click. The second component and the selfish thing that will serve for me is if you buy Fix This Next on Amazon, as you hear these words, it gets the Amazon engine going. Because the more people that buy Fix this Next on Amazon – Amazon's automatic engine promotes it to other entrepreneurs. So what it does for me is it exposes Fix This Next to other entrepreneurs, and that's the greatest gift you can give me. So that's the call to action. I I hope this, what you've learned has been of service to you, and I hope you decide to buy Fix This Next right
1: now. Incredible. I just got it off of Audible just now. So oh, I, just, dude, man. <laughs>
2: I really appreciate you, brother. Yeah, Thank you.
1: Yeah, I just Thank did you. it, yeah. Just pre ordered it. And ladies and gentlemen, it says February I mean February. April twenty eighth is when it would be that's what it says on Audible, right? Is that right? April twenty eighth. Exactly. April twenty eighth is the release date. Okay.
2: So you can get yes, it right so. now, even though it's earlier. Oh, yeah, I pre ordered
1: it so it's gonna just drop right into my audible you know player or whatever
2: that's gonna happen it.
1: that way i 'cause yeah man, I'm like I said, I'm a fan man. I wanna ask you something and I, I know we're running you know out of time or whatever I know I know we're both busy people, but I really, really want to ensure that my audience knows how connected to source that you are it's you know it's kind of weird talk for some people, but unweird talk for other people you are extremely connected to let, let, let's talk religion for a second you know the, the point of religion ladies and gentlemen is not to beat people across the head with what you believe in right it's it's, it's for you to be connected to you know whatever your 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 religion touts, and you know and that for for a lot of people like me would say source you you get back connected to the source This. Someone, Abraham Hicks would say you're like a think of like a toaster. So you have the bread that would be you, so to speak, or or you're the you're the toaster. And without you being connected to the source of electricity, you can't produce or manifest toast. And you are extremely connected to the electricity, so you can continue to manifest, fix this next. And the profits first, and the surge, and I'm not—I I can't remember all your books. So I just got those three in my head, right? You know, and all these.
2: Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: my question, and, and, and it's a humble question from a from a humble place. Why do you do what you do? Because, to be honest with you, it's batshit crazy.
0: <laughs> you are, you know,
2: that's,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. effing crazy. It's effing crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, you're not so, getting rewarded
2: for this, man. You're not, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. but maybe I
2: am, right? So I, I uh, right?
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: So I, I, I believe in the greater source too, right. and um, mm-hmm. I, I call the greater source God, but I think that's a definition that anyone can, or the terminology anyone can use. Um, yeah, fair enough. And same, same for me. God, universe. And uh, so I believe in this eternal source and I believe that this journey we're all going through is simply that is a yeah. journey. It's it's a way to have experience and there is no better or worse. There's no even right or wrong really. It's about gaining experience and it's, I believe, living into our calling. So I believe I've experienced the calling um, and you can see it's in a religious sense or a personal sense, but yeah. I, uh, I was an entrepreneur and I lost all my money and I lost out of my arrogance. I, you know, I, I had the big house. I moved into the rich town. I, I got the place out in Hawaii to go on sabbatical with my family. I had the the like the Viper and the, the Land Rover and the BMW. I, all that stuff. And um, then I lost it. And I lost it because I was a dick. I was a fucking dick. Like, I thought I was... Yeah. Antonio, if I ran to you street, I would say, in my head, I wouldn't say it to your face, I'd say, in my head, I'm better than Antonio. And that's bull. Yeah. It's totally not true. I am not better than you, nor are you better than me, nor is anyone better than anyone else. It's all different experiences. But I I needed to lose everything to realize that. And then I discovered the calling. And here's what I believe the calling is, at least it was for me, is when, when there's a saying, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? That's a beautiful dream. The problem is it supposes you need money to do that. I found another question. When you have no money, when you're wiped out, when you're totally broke, what is the work you want to do to earn a living? And when the answer is the same, the work you want to do plus the dream is the same, which for me was being an author, that's yeah. a calling. And so I 12 years ago, I said, I will be an author. And I'll be an author that's uh, financially successful so I can sustain and do this. I will be of great service because I have to be. And I'll be of great service to myself by supporting myself. And uh, that's how, that's how I got onto this. And it's been the greatest journey of my life. I love... Being an author, I will not stop. I love small business. I wow. I have to serve this community, and so I feel called to do this. And I I I think it's a, I know it's a greater source that's that I'm serving, and uh, that's why. Yeah, I
1: do it. absolutely, man. The last two weeks, not two weeks in the last month, me, Kim Story, Bradley, Matthew Knowles. I'm gonna I shouldn't have even start naming names. I'm so gonna leave out some important names. Uh, Grammy Award winner, Billy Dorsey, Brad Blazer, just a bunch of A-list businessmen. We've been doing a free summit. We've all just jumped on Zoom and been doing this summit to just, you know, thousands of people have been on, and we've just been giving back. You know, of course, my audience, I was, let me just say that anyway, just in case my, Bradley is the CEO of Lightspeed. He had his chief marketing officer on there. Matthew Knowles is Beyonce's dad, producer, you know, all these A-list celebrities. Tim's story is Tim's story. He needs no introduction. And we've been on there. We've just been giving back and doing this, like, this conference from 8 to 5. It's just been incredible. And I so want to invite you to the next one. I really do. I really, really do, man. I really do. So we should probably email with something after that. If yeah, let's do time. that. I'd,
2: I'd be honored <laughs> <you know.
1: laughs> Yeah. I think, I think um, you are just incredible. And I would definitely, uh, a, a word for me would get you on there for sure. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I know for sure. That's not going to um, not take place for sure. Cause you're, you're definitely someone, but Man, I just think you're incredible. I think that what you're doing and what I meant by you, we're not getting rewarded for this is because we don't get people like me and you, we don't get to see our harvest while while we're living. I mean some of it, you know. Some yeah, yeah, it's it. true. We, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, occasionally we get the email, Oh my God, oh my god, my yeah, yeah, yeah. changed my life. You know, occasionally, right, you, you come across that Tony that says, Bro, you the man, you know, you're the man yeah, yeah. you helped me get from seven to eight figures. But for the most part I think I think God knows our arrogance hidden deep within and he won't show us, right? Won't yeah. show us what we're doing because then we'll stop doing it. I think you're doing a great work. I think I, I have one more real question for you and then I'll just let you free talk one more time. But I think that you are, this is a bold statement I'm getting ready to make, right? This is a bold statement. I think that you are now if I had to compare you, which is, again, bold statement, probably inflammatory, I think you are the business world, uh, Bernie Sanders, okay? And I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a good way, all right? <laughs> okay. I, mean, okay. I, mean I don't know if that's again, a good thing, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I mean, not, not the socialism aspect, just the impact because no one can deny that Bernie Sanders has twice lit the world on fire with different yeah, feel
2: thinking. feel
1: the burn. And, yeah. Yes, yes, and that's what I'm talking about, this lighting the world on fire with different thinking. And similar, if I had to, you, you, you can't be compared. No, we can't compare. There's only one of us in the room, but you can't be compared regardless. But you're like Gary Vee. You've got this huge heart. And you've got you've got well you got a lot of baby boomers buying your books. You have a lot of young people following you, and it's just incredible to see that happen, man. So I just wanted to honor you and give you those props. I think that's amazing. And I'll let you respond to that in in your own way, but I just wanted to let you know because you're probably not going to be able to see your harvest. So I'm I'm one of your harvests that gets to tell you that there are a lot of, and I'm just 38, I'm 38 years old, man. And I felt you at 36 and I absolutely enamored by your greatness and you have influenced me. And I just grateful that you have done that. So anyway, I'll wow. let you respond to that. And then I'll let you free talk after that.
2: Yeah. So uh, Antonio, I I'm just flattered that you'd say that it, it means the world to me. Um, in fact, it, it's those words, uh, when I hear them that gets me fueled to go harder. So I want to go write a book now because what you said. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that. I got to write another book. And um just wishing you continued success in what you're doing because uh you, you have a heart of gold and uh the w- the world needs that. You know, we sadly I think we don't see as many entrepreneurs as we could that have great financial success and great contribution. Um I think we we see the stories and what are promoted. When I look at the cover of these magazine and stuff like that um, often it's just about grow grow at all costs and not grow through service so thank you for what you're doing brother
1: thank you brother no thank you thank you two more things man
2: one the second one is this you
1: absolutely free talking saying whatever you want to say the first one I'm going to kind of frame what you're going to say in a second it is my belief and I, and my audience knows I've been screaming bloody murder recession I, I, actually I've been one of the very few people minority screaming global recession is coming I've been screaming it for the last two years yeah last yeah. two years I've been screaming global recession because the internet has connected the world so much that if China hurts we hurt if America hurts China hurts India hurts etc etc so cetera, we can't avoid it Yeah, no doubt what would you like we're we're gonna recover there's no doubt about it we're, we're gonna recover There's you know there's no doom and gloom here but can you give us a recession word of practicality or hope in this season right now?
2: Um, yeah. So word of hope is simply, uh, you've got, I was about to say we've got this. I think it's, you've got this. Like when you look inside yourself, you have already navigated so many challenges we all have. And, This recession is really just a mindset. I I realize there's this horrible disease going around, and that will go away. But the the mindset of struggle is simply a mindset. And if you start just saying to yourself, and realizing you've got this, uh, you will turn around. And the best thing is, out of every recession, just like every forest fire uh, clears out the forest and starts new seedlings, and the forest grows and rebounds, out of every recession... Um, we always see the best business successes after this. So that's right. So stay in it. Stay in the fight. And it's going to be a fight, but stay in it. Because when we get to the other side of this, your business is going to be the big business. And uh, that's what we need. We need the good guys to win. So go all in on this.
1: Man, I agree with that. That's why my audience knows I'm the crazy guy attempting to create 100,000 millionaires. I don't care anything like, about money. My Yes, my, my goal is to... I believe that the collective consciousness of this world needs to change, and if I create a hundred thousand millionaires, a hundred thousand good people that are now in the top one percent, it only takes four hundred fifty thousand dollars to get the top one percent. But a hundred thousand millionaires of good people doing good things with good money, I believe we can we can change the collective consciousness of this world. That is the way I bear the light. So that's that's my journey, you know, that's how I do it. So I fully agree with you for saying that. I just believe that last words on you, man. They can it's completely free talk. You have no time limit. You can do whatever you want. It can be informative or I'm gonna say informational so I can rhyme. Informational, transformational, or motivational, right? I'm just made up a word informational. But <laughs> anything you're not doing about yeah. I want to make it rhyme, right? Yeah. Anything that you want to say the floor is yours, you, you've you got it, brother. It's on you. Okay. Whatever's on your heart.
2: So uh, I want you to remember the words that my business coach told me, the very first business coach I ever hired. Sadly, he's sick. He has COVID, um, and he's in his 80s, so it does not look good at the moment. Um, but he's hanging in there. He's fighting. And he told me when I first met him 25 years ago, he goes, Mike, not listen to people's words, listen to the wallets, something I already alluded to. The, the, what's so important is that we often listen to the experts. Like guys like me who say, you know, this is what you should do. Or, or, and guys like my business coach. And he said, I'll tell you what I think, but you got to realize ultimately the customer knows best. So whatever you heard today and resonated with you, uh, try it, test it make sure your customers respond to it. And if it didn't resonate with you or your customers don't, doesn't land with your customers, discard it. So this, this isn't like I told you the holy truth. I just told you my truth. And I just encourage everyone to really evaluate what their customers want. And uh, the last thing I can offer you um, that will help you in this journey is I did set up a website uh, with a free evaluation for your business. So no download, none of that stuff. Just go on and do it. It's fixthisnext.com. So go to fixthisnext.com, click on this, take the evaluation. It takes five minutes or less, and it will pinpoint exactly what your business needs from you right now in this moment, and you can start doing it. And you don't even need to buy the book to do it. You can start evaluating your business immediately. I hope you do buy the book, but you can start evaluating your business immediately and start taking action that will move your business forward. That's what I wanted to share. Tony, do I still have you? Tonyo?
1: All right, there we go. I have no idea what happened, but I'll... That was interrupt. weird, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no <laughs> you were just about to answer the last question. That's the last thing I heard, brother. <laughs>
2: oh, so yeah, I answered. You want me to do it one more time real quick and then...
1: Yeah, sure, sure, because I, I didn't hear
2: it at all and I have no idea if
1: the recording got it.
2: Okay, okay. So... <laughs> Here's my final thought, and the timing's perfect, um, is I, I want to encourage everyone, as I said earlier, to listen to wallets, not to words, and including my own words. And here's what I believe. I've told you what's on my heart and what I believe to be true, but at the end of the day, you to determine what's true for yourself. And ultimately, as a business owner, your customers, will show you what they value through their actions, through opening their wallets. So pay a total attention to wallets. and. Uh, The final call to action is you can go to fixthisnext.com, and on that site, I did set up an evaluation. It's totally free, uh, no download or anything. You can just go on it. You can evaluate your business in the next five minutes and pinpoint the next thing you need to do. That's fixthisnext.com.
1: Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the man. I'm so excited that he is here Mike Michalowicz, and I hope that you are excited that you have heard him. Please go get all his books. Most notably, go ahead and pre-order because we want him to hit number one New York Times bestseller. So we want him to do that, and we want you to go out there and support that. So any love you have for me, please extend that love to Mike, and you all can help him. The more he is top-ranked, the more people that he can affect and the more people he can influence to a total life change and a better life. So we all have the power to donate $25 to help him reach more people, and we all have a responsibility to bear the light, so let's go out there and do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Antonio T. Smith, Jr., You Can Plant Better you can dominate
4: i'm not sure if you already know this but you're already absolutely perfect you're already absolutely great and you're already living in massive abundance the most important things that you have it's not what you have it's not what you do it's what you know how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, borrow, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. In the industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody that'll teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, As long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you that are going to leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you want to go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the warren buffers from elon musk how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family my name is antonio t smith jr 32 years ago i lived in a trash can that's right from 6 to 14 i had no running water no electricity no anything and somehow i'm in the top one percent today To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man in the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's going to teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm going to give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm going to give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're going to have in your life.
5: So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ziprecruiter.com/slash b2b. All spelled the regular way. That's zip z i p recruiter a r e c r u i t e r ziprecruiter.com/slash b two b, and I promise you.